Welcome to the Free Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Miles. The Free Lawyer Podcast is designed for the lawyer, entrepreneur, or professional who is in some way unfulfilled, stressed, or stuck, and is looking for something better. We will discuss various blocks that limit us from achieving the personal freedom that we all desire, but have not yet fully experienced. And we will give actionable steps to free yourself from them. Are you looking to achieve a new level of success? If so, this podcast is for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Free Lawyer Podcast. I'm glad to have you join me today. I really, really appreciate that you're taking your time to uh, hop on with me and and hear some of the things I'm gonna share today. Today, I'm gonna talk about freeing ourselves from our past. And that means different things to different people. But one of the things I've learned is that our past has an incredible impact on how we respond to situations and circumstances today much more than we ever really know. And often it causes us to step back, hesitate, back away, respond negatively to a circumstance or a person or an opportunity in our life. And we don't always understand why. We may make up an excuse as to why we're we're taking that action, but the reality is we don't really know because we've never really thought about it. And our past can affect us today in ways that we don't know, don't understand, or not aware of. Sometimes they're very, very helpful. Sometimes we have amazingly positive thoughts that have grown out of our past, things our parents might have said to us, or friends, or successful events. But very often, the ones that bother us the most are the ones that are negative. And it's not really um, an easy process to uncover and deal with our past and free ourselves from it, but it's really, really worth it. And what are some of the benefits that we all can gain from healing our past and clearing ourselves from it? Well, the first is we can throw out some garbage, some ideas and concepts that don't serve us and make room for better thoughts thoughts that help us, new healthy beliefs and values that serve us much better. And we can get rid of the junk and and build space, open space for thoughts and beliefs that are healthy, positive, and help us. We will actually become a new and better version of ourselves. We'll have less feelings of fear and anxiety, stress and regret and we'll become more serene, more positive, more patient, more tolerant. So we really will become a better self. We'll find if we clear up our past, we'll have improved relationships with our spouse, our children, our friends, our coworkers, because we'll have a new outlook on the world, a better understanding of who we are, what makes us tick, what's good, what's not good, and how we can act better. You also find that you'll inspire others when you free yourself from your past. People will see the change. They'll see the growth, but they'll also appreciate your more positive outlook. And they may want to enjoy that same journey for themselves. But most importantly, 
is freedom. And, you know, I call this podcast The Free Lawyer because it's all about freeing ourselves from the things that have controlled us, that don't help us and don't serve us. And when you've done this, you will find you really experience more personal freedom. You will no longer be controlled by old messages that you heard when you were a kid. You won't be controlled by other people's opinions of you or by circumstances in the world that used to, used to control you. How do we start then, if this is something we want to try, if we want to enjoy some of these gifts, how do we start then to get in touch with our past and to uncover the feelings it gives us now that hold us back from being as successful and happy as we want? The main thing is this will take time. This isn't something you do in five minutes. It's something that will take hours and spread over the course of days. It'll take reflection. And when you're willing to do it, find a quiet place. And in our busy life, that may not be easy with a spouse and children and a work schedule, but find a quiet place. Have a pad of paper or a laptop, something on which you can make notes. And reflect over the various stages of your life and see what memories you have, what emotional feelings come up when you think about them. Think about when you were a little kid. What things did you hear? What things happened to you? How did they make you feel? What did your parents or your brothers or sisters say to you or about you that give you some feeling, some emotion? What events did you have growing up in school or high school that affected you? And here are some questions that you can, you can reflect on. What were you raised to believe? What thoughts did your parents or friends or family tell you that formed beliefs that when you were young were important to you? What did your parents tell you life is all about? What did they tell you your role is in it, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of? What did they tell you your strengths were and what were your weaknesses? Were you ever given a label of something you're, you were that is kind of a negative label, you know, clumsy, lazy? anything like that. What did your friends and family say about you or who you are or what your limitations were? What family sayings and mottos do you still think about today? You know, for me, <laughs> I'm still obsessed with finishing my plate at dinner because I always heard about the starving Armenians. I don't know anything about Armenia. I don't know anything about when they were starving and I don't really have any idea why me eating more than I want to eat or need to eat helps anyone in Armenia. But that message always comes up because my mother would always tell me to clean my plate because of the starving Armenians. What did your friends teach you and what messages did you receive from them about the right way to be, about values? Have you had any traumatic events in the past? And how did they make you feel? Is there anyone who wronged you that you, you have feelings about for how they treated you, that you haven't reconciled with that person or come to grips with what that person did to you. Do you have any resentments today? Anyone in your life that something about them you resent? Or are there any institutions or circumstances that trouble you or uh, cause you to have a resentment? And with each of those things, did you play any part in it at all? Any part in the events that led to the resentment? 
see, this is a process. This is not an event. It's, it's a journey of uncovering and it will take time and it will take truly honesty on your part and a commitment to, in a searching way, really reflect on your past. And, and, you know, I've, I've gone through this exercise myself over quite some time. And so a little bit about me and my past, I, um, came up in a, grew up in a middle-class family. I had two loving parents. I had two older brothers who were the best. Uh, they were great to me. Um, I was raised in a way that I was sort of trained to think if you, you did well, you were rewarded. If you didn't do well, you were not rewarded. Um, I was very, very fat as a kid, um, not particularly athletic. I wore very nerdy glasses at a relatively young age, and I was extremely smart. I was the smartest person in my grade school and in my high school. And I say that not to brag at all, because um, that's not my purpose. It was, it was a gift, not something I did to earn, but, but in how it affected me with my relationships. No one in my school, like the fat, nerdy kid who was getting the really high grades and making them look bad. Because if I got a 98 and other people had bad grades, they couldn't say the test was too hard or you didn't teach us so well because I kind of messed up that argument. So, you know, in grade school, I was the butt of many, many jokes. I was picked on. You could say I was bullied. Um, I was called Pugsley and Arnold and names like that. Um, and um, I, I was not at all popular. I didn't have a lot of friends growing up um, because of those combination of factors. Um, and I always felt like I wasn't good enough. Um, later on in my career, um, I developed an addiction to alcohol. I've now been sober for quite some time. Um, and I entered into a program of recovery, and that's great. Um, I'm very blessed and very grateful. It was an unwarranted gift. But through that process um, of getting to that point, I developed an, an, just an incredible irrational fear, fear of things that weren't even scary. So, you know, when I uncovered my past, I learned a lot of things that really affected me in ways that were not positive. One was that I became a perfectionist um, because I was striving to look good when everyone else was picking on me. I was very committed to being the best and educationally I was the best and that was very important to me and I strove for perfection all the time. Well, I've since learned that perfectionism is, perfectionism is really, really a very bad thing. It's bad because none of us can ever be perfect. Trying to be perfect leads to procrastination. For me, I uh, keep working on something, planning it until it's just, just so. And because striving to be perfect is something I will always fail at. When I finish something, there's always something wrong with it somewhere, something that some way could be better. Um, I also learned that I was a people pleaser because I didn't have many friends growing up, because I was bullied and picked on, I wanted to please people. 
I wanted to make them happy. I wanted to make them like me. So I would do things for you um, to get um, compliments, to get approval, to get a thank you, to get um, some sort of relationship or friendship. And, you know, it's not bad to do things that make other people happy. But what happens is I lost my soul of who I was because I was trying in every way to be who you wanted to me to be. And then I'd be acting how the other person wanted me to be and then how the other person wanted me to be. And, and I never really was true to myself. I didn't have my own core, my own essence, because it was like I was a chameleon. And the fear held me back in a lot of ways. When I was in school, it wasn't very powerful. But when I entered my trial career, it, it was. And I became very afraid of failing. Um, maybe some of that had to do with the perfectionism. And, and it took me a while to learn that my goal was to focus on the process and not so much on the outcome. And if I did well in the process, which I almost always did, the results took care of themselves. But if I lived in fear of what might happen, it stopped me from performing as well. You know, I played a lot of golf. I played golf in my high school team and my college team. And I've learned that if I am afraid of going in the water, then I'm likely to hit in the lake. If I look at the woods and think, oh, no, I don't want to go in there, I'm likely to go in the woods. But if I look at the center of the fairway and think, oh, I can hit the ball down there, I'm more likely to hit the ball well. So those were just some of the things I uncovered, my, my overpowering fear, my people-pleasing habit, and my habit of, of wanting to be perfect in everything I did. And coupled with that was, you know, an insecurity, a thought that I'm not really good enough. Um, even though I was a very, very successful attorney, at times earlier in my career, I thought, is this all pretend? Am I really that good? Because despite the success I had in school, I always went through this process where I thought maybe I'm not good enough. And I've since learned to accept myself and, and, and validate who I am. But it's funny how that thought still can pop up, you know, still can pop up today. Start this new podcast. Am I good enough to do a podcast? Well, people want to listen to me. So, you know, those things were not things I was aware of for the first, you know, 40 years of my life, 45 years of my life. And, and having learned them and identified them, um, I can throw them out. I can get rid of them and, and make a choice. So once you've taken the time to really study yourself, to uncover your past and to try to grow from it, what do you do? You know, what do you do next? Well, there are a couple things. The first is to throw out the garbage. If there are any messages that you carry forward that may not be true, um, that are unhelpful to you, that hold you back, throw them out. Are there names or labels like Gary's um, clumsy, Gary has bad balance, um, whatever Gary's this or that, throw those things out. Don't let them identify who you are. If that thought or that message that your parents, your siblings, your friends said to you or about you that you don't like, 
throw it out. Now, may there be some truth in it? It may be, but such a label like that only hurts you. It doesn't help you to succeed today. It holds you back. So if there is any garbage of that sort, throw it out. If they don't support your journey now, if they don't help you to grow and be who you want to be, remove those thoughts from your mind and choose a different one. If there was anyone that you harmed in your past that you haven't reconciled with, make amends for that. Um, sometimes when we've done something wrong and we, we hide it or don't share it or don't um, make it right, it continues to gnaw at us. It continues to bother us. And, and we have that secret that's hidden that really bothers us. If there is anyone like that, connect with them and, and make an amend to the person. Apologize for what you did. And if there's some loss that you caused by it, make it right. And what you'll find is most of the time, the person's very receptive and loves that you said that or may not even remember what happened. But mostly you'll find you're freed from the negative feelings that that secret wrong caused you. The other is to let go of regret. Often in our life, we can look at the road not chosen and think, did I make a mistake? So for me, I clerked in federal court. I had a very high class rank. I could have worked anywhere when I got out of federal court as a clerk. And all the other law clerks went to big law. They went to a big law firm, big, prestigious, big name firm. I returned to the same small law firm I worked with in law school. Times I regretted that. Was that the right choice? Where would I be if I went to a big successful firm? Well, the reality is it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm on this path and I've been blessed in so many ways by being in a small firm. I had the opportunity to run it for over three decades. I got to choose who I worked with. I got to choose what I wanted to do. I got to reinvent myself from doing primarily insurance defense work to doing family law. I got to choose how I wanted to show up as a lawyer and what kind of environment I wanted to have in my law firm. And for that, I'm really blessed. And the fourth and final thing is to try to forgive anyone who's harmed you. There may be people that you still bear grudges about who did something to you many, many years ago that didn't sit well with you, that caused you pain and resentment. And you can never change what that person did to you or what that institution did to you. Um, and, and, and worrying about it and, and carrying a resentment, even if it's justifiable, just hurts yourself. If you resent someone for what they did to you, do you think that person cares? Or do you think that person even knows? Of course not. The only person we hurt when we feel resentment is ourselves. The word resentment basically means feeling those negative feelings again. And why do that? So it's not easy to forgive someone. But one tool that I've been trained to use is to pray to, for that person every day for 14 days. Now, why would you do that? Um, why would you pray for someone to hurt you? Well, the reason is you may find if you do that, that at the end of 14 days, you actually are not as resentful against that person as you were before. And that's a gift to yourself. So this is not an easy or a fast process. Um, it is, it is really, it is really worth it. And I'm happy to have any follow-up discussions with any of you, if you want more information about it, because it's really, um, 
freeing yourself from your past, knowing what negative feelings you have now that you can get rid of because you're part of your history that don't help you today is really a good process. I hope this podcast was of help to you because we can all free ourselves from our past and live our life in a better, more fulfilling, more successful way. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Free Lawyer Podcast. Wherever you are listening, if you enjoyed what I shared, please leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate hearing more about what you like best and what topics you might like me to cover in future episodes. If you are interested in experiencing a more fulfilling and a more successful life, please contact me at www.garymiles.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me so I can learn more about you, your challenges, and your dreams. I appreciate each and every one of you and have a great rest of your day. Thanks to all of you for your support.